everyone and welcome to your daily dose of medicine with AMSA Malaysia. We advocate for knowledge, action and friendship. Enjoy! So, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of AMSA Malaysia podcast. We are back with a very interesting topic today, which is self-harm, realize and combat. First of all, let me introduce myself. My name is Tricia one of the AMSA Public Health Ambassador of China 2021 to 2022. You know what it feels like. You're in medical school and you want those high scores that will help you land the specialty of your choice. Listen up. Lecturio.com makes high scores achievable for all medical students. With award-winning educators providing short and up-to-date video lectures, you'll learn medical concepts faster than ever before. Apply the concepts you've learned with the Lecturio Question Bank. Be prepared for test day with thousands of up-to-date board-style questions with text and video explanations. Finally, improve your ability to recall key information with an integrated spaced repetition system that tells you exactly when to review what you've learned. Need on-the-spot support? Use the free Lecturio Book Matcher. You can now simply scan any textbook page to turn it into an explanatory video lecture. Sounds great, right? Go to Lecturio.com, create your free account, and start mastering medical concepts today. So, without further ado, let us have our speaker of today, Dr. Emilia Bindi Madihe, to introduce herself. So, uh, Dr. Emilia, over to you. All right. Thank you, uh, everyone. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Emilia Madihi. Uh, so uh, most of most of my circle of friends, uh, networks, students, uh, uh, you you may call me Dr. Emma. Uh, so currently, I am working at the Faculty of Cognitive Sciences and Human Development, University of Malaysia, Sarawak. Uh, and I am a Deputy Dean uh, for Industry and Community Engagement. Uh, at the same time, I'm holding uh, a post, uh, uh, a director uh, for uh, Human Resilience and Potential Center. And uh, at the same time, besides as being a counselor educator at Unimas, uh, I'm doing my practicing as well in clinical work. Uh, mostly my clients are adolescents uh, and, and adults and family. Uh, so, so these are, um, part of my life, I would say, <laughs> uh, besides the other personal life. So I guess uh, I, I, I'm a single mother. I'm proud to say that. Uh, I have a um, very beautiful, active, very um, uh, three, uh, near, uh, coming to four, uh, Ilya. So anyway, um, so I do a lot of research uh, on resilience, especially um, for children and adolescents, uh, I am a, a co-author uh, for Resilient Assessment Tool uh, 43, uh, and currently we are we have uh, we we are working on the uh, resilient intervention for adolescents for Malaysia in for, uh, uh, in Malaysia. So so we we are working uh, very hard closely. We have partners uh, from agencies, ministries, and uh, of, of course we do have funding uh, funding uh, fund from. Uh, big organization i don't think i i can i can spell this out but but this is what we do at the center 
so keep me busy. Uh, that would be great. I mean, uh, this is something that I love to do, providing services as well, the clinical counseling session for the public. Uh, so hopefully that, uh, yeah, so hopefully uh, this initiative can help other people out there. All right. So thank you, Dr. Emilia, for a very uh, wonderful introduction. So we are great to have you as our speaker, Dr. Emilia. Now let us begin by a ha having a brief introduction of our topic today, getting to know the meaning behind the self-harm. So Dr. Emilia, over to you. All right, uh, I like to start. Yeah, um, self harm in in a lay language um, definition, uh, it is about when you hurt yourself as a way of dealing with very difficult feelings, uh, painful memories, or overwhelming situation and experiences. Uh, most of us, yeah, most of the professionals, we 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 believe that self harm behavior is an unhealthy coping style. They are healthy and unhealthy. So, so this is something that um, some people, uh, I, I cannot just mainly saying that, oh, this is for youth, this is only for adolescents, because self-harm behavior, uh, it could be done by anyone. So, it, so the keyword here is about when we hurt ourselves and, 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 and then as, as, a way for us to deal with our own difficult feelings and that, to transform the pain into that kind of behavior, the unhealthy one. So this is uh, what it means by self-harm. Mm, so thank you, doctor. So I think from my understanding, self-harm actually is a kind of human defending system and who tries to hurt themselves to restrain themselves from thinking negatively, right? So there's a very short question here, doctor. Is self-harm stem as suicide? Uh, I don't think so. It's not. Uh, so uh, self-harm is a behavior for us to cope yeah uh, in an in as i mentioned it is an unhealthy way it's not healthy to cope in that way uh it just is suicide means that you you want to end your life it's totally mm -hmm. different it could be it could be it's actually there is a myth actually yeah With, uh, some people say that self-harm is suicide it's not uh so self-harm is is a behavior uh it just like to um, <clears throat> I tried my best uh, to 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 use a very simple lay language. Yeah? Um, it's something that we want to, as you mentioned, this defense mechanism. It is, uh, uh, and it is something that we want to transform the pain. Uh, either is a physical pain, emotional pain, uh, or mental pain. You know, so they do not know how to channel it, or there is no way to channel it. So they thought that you know without other people knowing they are in pain mm -hmm. um, hence they 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 perform the self-harm behavior suicide is different is <clears throat> uh, is that uh we end we 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 end the life uh it's an option yeah but which is which is is, is so different Mm, so actually, doctor, based on your years of experience, how do you usually identify or know if a person is self-harming themselves or um, notice someone who is in self-harm? Right. Um, it is, it's not easy because it's not easy to notice whether someone or maybe among us, yeah, we, 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 we hardly to, uh, to notice it because they hide it. Mm. That's the, they, they, they are in pain. 
they hide it as as if that they're wearing two face masks you know like in front of people they're okay they can show the smile the smiley face but actually in inside they are in pain so they try to hide it that's the problem when they hide it means that whatever uh, behavior towards the self-harming um, uh, ways you know most of people they they use the, the very common one they cut themselves you know so they they they, they will wear wear a long sleeve for instance so they hide it and then even then though they don't wear the long sleeve but you know they can cut somewhere in 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 their body somewhere that they can hide it so it's not easy so what we can do is that yeah we need to be empathetic person as a friend we we as a friend uh, as a family member yeah we know the changes in 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 someone who close to us so if uh, the behavior to me uh, there are three elements in my clinical practice when i deal with my client there are three elements that i always notice or observe in my client number one is about the cognition it's about the cognitive the way they think number two is about emotion the feeling and the number three is behavior mental or cognitive or feeling or emotion these are the two elements that we cannot see at all right we cannot see unless the people uh you know like project it in a non-verbal cues then we understand the 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 meaning yeah or and then we do the clarification but the behavior our behavior we cannot hide our behavior even though we lie so as an attentive person as an empathetic person you know as a, a friend a good friend a, a a family member whoever who close to 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 that person if we start to notice the changes in behavior from happy go lucky to withdrawal and isolation isolated himself or herself please ask them how are you doing a simple question even if it's not a simple question it's just a hi hi itself is actually to show you know our care and concern so that that is that is very simple thing that we can do so it's not easy uh, to be what they call that uh, a, a caring person we we can say that oh i'm 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 a i'm a caring person but to show it in a sincere way until that person can feel it so that is the challenge uh, us actually trisha mm. okay true so thank you so much doctor i hope that uh, our listener will definitely use the method and uh, tell our friends so uh, understanding and looking for these signs might help the waiting before it becoming too late. As a follow-up, especially in Malaysia with all of our helplines and facilities, mm-hmm. how can one reach out if they are the waiting or if we notice, for example, our friend is in self-harming? Yeah. I, <clears throat> okay. In my opinion, everyone, everyone of us can be the helper. Everyone of us can practice how to listen attentively how to listen without judgment being judgmental everyone i think everyone in malaysia or in the world you know uh, we were not going to solve pe- uh, world's problem but okay let's let's focus in malaysia or in in our own circle everyone can be a good listener without judgment without level we need to do that but unfortunately human beings we tend to judge 
we tend to label we tend oh trisha you 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 know something like that yeah mm-hmm. so so that is the problem right now it's about the human being so we need to practice ourselves ask ourselves do we want to be a good person what is the definition of good person uh so so we have i mean to me yeah um we have special gift from god the ear the hearing part um and and i think we need to listen more it's mm. not just listen verbally we can lie through verbally verbal right we can through our talking we can lie but through our body language our eye contact our facial expression you mm. know this is part of the communication so we need to be that attentive so why attentive means that i mean okay i think right now yeah um uh, uh, we, we we have i mean the slogan in malaysia is keluarga prihatin so keluarga malaysia is prihatin right mm-hmm. so we need to show the care so um that that is the most important thing. everyone in my opinion it's not only that we need to practice good listening good attentive listen uh, what do you call active listening is about as well that we need to upskill ourselves how to help people mm-hmm. helping skill everyone mm-hmm. can talk everyone can say something you know but um how to help people that is something that we need to understand and another thing that right now right now we are we are we are dealing with so many generation i bet you guys are what in generation y z right now like myself i i come from generation x i was proudly to say again <laughs> so how about you guys we you i i think i bet you guys are what y and z y or z not I sure think. okay never mind I'm let's say sure. y okay like mm-hmm. generation gap yeah like mm-hmm. you guys before you come here you know last time when i was when i when i was at your age i don't really talk about self harm i don't really talk about mental health i don't really talk mm-hmm. about mental illness you know we are not ex- we were not exposed to this kind of thing mental illness our mental health back then was a taboo mm. topic but now no mm. now our new generation they talk about it you know like you guys this is a good initiative yeah like you talk about it you you evocate the, uh, the, uh, the awareness you evocate the good promote mental health right so mm. so so you do your study right you do your some research i bet uh so 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 we are we are able to talk about this mental health uh the mental illness disorders openly so mm. so we need to learn not only your generation but my generation our parents um whoever we need to understand to learn the the symptom and the sign and the red flags of mental problems without judgment <laughs> this is very important you know and then but be careful and ladies and gentlemen try not to self diagnose ourselves that's why just now when you mentioned about professional we need to see a professional definitely because it's okay to learn to read about illness but to confirm you know to be diagnosed it has to be diagnosed by the professional who are these people the psychiatrist even counselor we are not allowed to diagnose uh, this illness so so this is my feedback on on uh, to to your question trisha 
Okay, thank you, Doctor, very much. Um, so I hope that our listener not to be that judgment. So uh, let's have a peaceful and healthy mindset all the way, and use the methods to uh, help others and ourselves too. So. Uh, we are moving on to the question that we received from the public. So the first question is, as we are entering the endemic stage of COVID-19, have there been any changes to the pattern of cases, whether an increase or decrease or both in self-harming or suicide cases? Right. Thinking about this, um, you know, uh, to me, pandemic, yeah, the, the COVID-19 outbreak uh, was really hitting everyone in this world, right? Mm -hmm. And um, to me, um, there are good and bad, yeah? Uh, talking When we're talking about a uh, pandemic, uh, the good one is that it, it, it gave us, I'm not sure you guys, but it was, to me, it is something, a wake-up call to reflect yeah. life. You mm -hmm. know, uh, like I was so busy back then and then, oh, I was, for, I, I forgot about relationship with the family. You know, we, we I tend to, I mean, for example, yeah, I tend to, 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 to focus on work and work and work, and then the family time, the quality with the quality time with the family, and then then I do the reflection. Yeah, these are the two two words that I would say the good part. There are so many, but these are two. The is a wake up call, and it's something to, uh, to reflect. Yeah, to reflect about life, and but definitely, um, due to the changes, due to the Force adaptation, I would say, uh, to the mental, to the psychological being. We are talking about well-being. Mm -hmm. um, when we have the force, you know, to follow all this instruction, to follow that, you know, the very strict uh, lifestyles, you know, in order for us to, uh, uh, what they call that, um, try to reduce, you know, the 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 the, the infection, for instance, yeah. So. Um, Definitely, uh, there are there are effects on the mm. uh, the unhealthy one. Of course, the emotional, you know, uh, and also the mental, the psychological aspect as well. So, so the in terms of the self harming, yeah, when you're talking about the self harming, uh, there are cases even the suicide even in the pub, in the first three years in twenty twenty, we we uh, you know back to twenty twenty, yeah, the in the 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 number of suicide. Among the adolescents, specifically, was increased. Mm. It's just what for suicide case. So it's scary. It's it's a red flag for us, like mm. us, like we want to, you know, to help others. I uh, it, it's something that we need to do. You know, something that we need to do. It's not that only awareness, but something in some intervention could be done. Yeah. Uh, so we need to work together as well. But in terms of the self-harm, okay, I'm, I don't have the data for that. I'm looking for the data actually. But through my, my what do you call that? Uh, through, I, I can say from my own practice, yeah? Mm -hmm. uh, the increment of clients come to my services mm -hmm. uh, um, and, and most of them, they, they do have the self-harm behavior. Mm -hmm. Might be not major, too major to to the because when we're talking about uh mental health or mental illness yeah we're talking about the spectrum of the mental health it could be there might be like a spark they say oh i feel i want to hurt myself i feel that you know like i uh, this and this and that but they don't dare to do it uh, so and of course in terms of the gender 
females. Uh, when talking about the suicide, female. All right, still female. Uh, female uh, has a has higher uh, percentage compared to the male. Uh, so mm-hmm. so this is the current finding. So um, something that we need to do to do and um yeah. Maybe we can work together in the future, yeah, in the near future about this. Okay, thank you, Doctor, very much. So, uh, I think that uh, maybe next time we can work together to uh, go against for this mental health and illness. Mm. So it's really sad to know that the pandemic actually that affect a lot of the mental health in public. And the next question is regarding to the uh, mental health in uh, COVID nineteen. Is it a patient who is self-harm actually have a major depressive disorder or is there any linkage between the self-harm and major depressive disorder? Okay. Depression is, um, what they call that, is a mental illness. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it is diagnosed by the uh, the, the psychiatrist. And it, 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 of course, it, it, it relates to the anxiety. It relates to the feeling depressed. Yeah, the sadness, the sorrow. And as I mentioned earlier, self-harm behavior is a way to cope. So there are MDD patients or clients, they don't practice this uh, self-harming as their, mm. uh, what they call that self-harm uh, behavior, but they more but maybe some of them they do so we cannot just simply i don't have that specific scientific uh support you know to 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 say this but i don't see you know like if someone who 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 are mdd and then they know that they accept that they have this illness they want to be better so they will practice healthy coping style i believe it happens, mm-hmm. yeah, in, 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 in the, in the process, in, in my service, in, in, in my clinical work. So, uh, but some people, like you, when you mentioned just now that negative mm-hmm. thoughts, you know, that it's hard for them to accept, you know, that they, they have, you know, they are diagnosed by psychiatrists, they are MDD with a panic attack uh, disorder and so many things again. So they feel that they are useless. They are helpless. You know, I'm, 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 I'm not good. You know, so, so, so these are the negative thoughts that leading to the belief system, unhealthy one. So, um, so therefore, uh, to express the feeling, yeah, they, because mm-hmm. they, 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 they do not want to, to harm others, but mm-hmm. to cope, you know, they need to cope, yeah, internally. So self-harm behavior is one of their way. Mm, so that means that might be a little of the linkage between major depressive yeah. disorder and self-harm. But yeah. some of the people who have major depressive disorder, that might not have self-harm all the way, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, it depends on the way they see the, the illness uh, mm. in the world. Mm. Okay, so thank you very much, Doctor. Here comes to the last question of today. Right. So is it better to bring a patient to seek help from professionals rather than people around them? I would say yes. And uh, I always believe that uh, we live in a system. True. And then the nearest people uh, in us, yeah, uh, for us is our own family member. What mm. if, you know, there is no family member? So the nearest person is friends, circle of friends. And then, uh, of course, you, you uh, maybe uh, in our circle, 
we have our uh, what do you call that uh, mentor we have you know adults who we adore that we believe that they can help us i always believe that there must be someone in life in our circle there is one person that we can talk you know and seek for help we can do that actually that's why as i made uh, to me it is a uh, what do you call that uh is is our ecosystem and then we want to find the balance in this ecosystem and definitely professionals are in this system as well so mm. everyone to me everyone plays a big part in order for us to build our potential to build our good in us you know we need people around us so it it depends on us actually whether we want to choose good people or the bad people right mm. so so this is about the wisdom uh that that we need to 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 play a part so i would say that if yeah if if the 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 that person okay when okay the question is this when do we need to to bring or to introduce this person to the professionals mm-hmm. okay to me if you if the red flags is too reddish <laughs> i was i don't know whether i can say that yeah, yeah. is like 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 your the friends cannot you know it is beyond of the control already so that's mm-hmm. the moment support mm-hmm. them bring them i know okay let can i share one story uh, a bit okay just just 30 second i had uh, i had uh one client very difficult client to me uh why because he she came to the to the session to the counseling session she didn't talk but i asked her for 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 two years you know you came every 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 session every week yeah and then and then you didn't did not want to disclose what's going on and then she said to me that came to the counseling session meeting you i feel safe mm-hmm. only one hour in my life in 7 days this is the the one hour that i feel safe in my life so and then if you feel like that and then why didn't you disclose i mean meaning to say why didn't you talk about the the issue because i don't trust myself that is what she said to me and then but she had the courage to help herself she brought her best friend so this best friend really helped her to support her so the the what i'm, I'm trying to say is that we don't live alone in this world even though you feel alone but there must be one person in our life in our life who would like to help us just we need to be brave to 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 ask for help don't be ashamed you know like meeting the professional counselors for instance and 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 this is the the the, the place that we want to create a uh, the safe place for people hmm. Okay, thank you very much, Doctor. Uh, so I hope that ourselves and also our audience in the society will try our best to help out and be brave to voice out our uh, negative thoughts as well. Yeah. So today uh, is time to write up. So I think our audience and of course myself, we try our best to advocate for the positive thinking and help the people surrounding us. Here comes to the end of the day's sessions. So once again, thank you so much, Doctor, for your time, for joining us in in our AMSA Malaysia podcast series. I hope the audience learned something from today's episode because I definitely did. So take care and have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much, Doctor. Thank you, everyone.